Today is Thursday, the 7th of September, 2023. The risk that the Fed may have more work to do caused volatility in the equity market this week. Oil prices rising to the highest level since November, a strong ISM services number for August, and jobless claims falling to the lowest level since seven months. In this episode, I will summarize the economic data that has been released so far this week, and I will explain what this data means for the Fed and for markets. James Bullard said this morning on CNBC that the risk for the market is that the new inflation data will not be as soft as expected, which could cause the Fed to do more. The new challenge to the soft landing narrative is high oil prices. During Tuesday's trading day, oil prices rose to the highest level since November. This could cause headline inflation to rise again. Jim Bianco from Bianco Research said to Bloomberg yesterday that he believes that headline CPI bottomed out at 3% and will rise again from here. Andrew Holdenhorst, chief U.S. economist at Citi, believes we will get another rate hike from the Fed in November due to a reacceleration in inflation. The U.S. economy remains very resilient. It continues to grow above trend and the labor market still is very strong. And the economic data released this week further supports this narrative. The U.S. service sector ISM was stronger than expected in August. James Knightley, chief international economist at ING, believes this data is consistent with the U.S. economy re-accelerating in the third quarter. The ISM Services Index rose to 54.5 from 52.7 in August. The consensus was 52.5. The index now is at a six-month high. Concerts and cinemas pulled in record revenue in August. Think about Barbenheimer and the Taylor Swift tour. So that certainly boosted the ISM number. Here's one interesting point made by James Knightley. The S&P PMI measure for services dropped actually to 50.5 from 52.3. This is a different story than the ISM measure told us. These mixed signals certainly support the Fed pausing in September to get a better picture of what is going on in the U.S. economy. Another factor that supports the growth story are jobless claims. Jobless claims fell to the lowest level in seven months. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits fell by 13,000 to 216,000 for the week ending September 2nd, according to the Labor Department. This number certainly or clearly indicates that we are still dealing with a tight labor market. The Fed believes this tightness will not allow inflation to return to the 2% target. Finally, I would like to point out something that Richard Bernstein said yesterday on Bloomberg. He believes profits have bottomed out and he expects them to re-accelerate from here. The Fed believes that to get inflation back to the 2% target, it needs to see a period of below-trend growth and a clear moderation in labor market conditions. The issue is, if profits do start to re-accelerate, it is unlikely that labor market conditions will continue to moderate. Hence, this is a very important factor that we need to keep an eye on. 
US Treasury yields rose this week but are down slightly across the curve this Thursday morning. The two-year yield currently is at 5.001%, the 10-year yield is at 4.274% and the 30-year is at 4.351%. The S&P 500 declined 0.77% in the past five days. The Nasdaq 100 is down one-tenth of a percent and the Dow Jones Industrial Average declined 1.16% in the past five days. Thank you for listening and good luck on today's trading day. See you again soon.